Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. This is the Real Talk SLP podcast, and I'm your host, Felice Clark, the Dabbling Speechy. Today, I'm going to be sharing about three ways to organize your themed materials. Now, I'm just going to get tell you all that as much as I have some tips on this subject, I definitely struggle with organization. Um, I struggle with it for a variety of reasons. One being that there are only so many hours in the day that I have to do all the things. And for whatever reason, organizing is always last on the plate. I think because I have kids and I'm managing all the other tasks, uh, it's def- that's definitely a struggle for me. Um, the other piece to organizing that I think I kind of, I'm going to be honest here and say I detest is the the price tag. It's very expensive to get everything streamlined and set up correctly. Um, when I choose to do some organizing projects because the piles and the madness have become so overwhelming that something needs to change, I go and drop. You know, when I look at the receipt. For, for just buying bins and binders and page protectors and stuff. I'm like, what in the world? What in the world? <laughs> and for me, I personally would rather spend my money doing something else. But I will say that when I do take the time to organize um, and get things in a better system, it does help in the long run. It helps so that I can grab and go. It, it helps so that I can quickly and efficiently get the materials I need in order to plan for the, the week or the whole month, right? So I tend to try to find systems that are realistic for my situation. When I was working full-time in the school setting, I don't have an hour or two every day to, to have systems where I have to put everything neatly back into the box and all this stuff. I'm definitely more of a shover when it comes to organizing. So I had to come up with systems that would help me to shove everything I need so that it's all in one place. So I don't lose it, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. And so those are the types of things that I'm going to be sharing with you today. I'm going to give you three options for how to organize your theme therapy materials, and then you can decide what might work best for you. And, and some of those decisions may be based on your setting, like maybe you do teletherapy, or maybe you don't have a lot of um, space for toys, but you do have a lot of shelf space. Uh, so you might pick organizing with binders. So I'm going to give you three ways that you can organize your themed therapy materials. Before I do that, I want to let you all know about something exciting that's coming up. I am in the process of planning 
my first course to help SLPs with planning themes. It's a theme therapy planning course, a how-to guide for the busy SLP. So there's going to be modules to help walk you through with how to plan for your therapy. And one of the modules is going to be about organizing your materials and helping you with getting a system in place so that you don't feel overwhelmed and paralyzed um, because you don't have everything organized, right? That's one of the areas that it definitely can be paralyzing to do a themed therapy unit when you're like, I don't even know where my materials are. (laughs) So if you're interested in taking this course, um, I really want it to be actionable for SLPs so that they feel more confident with implementing a theme-based approach. So it's also going to have modules for implementing how to plan, how to choose uh, materials, as well as, you know, some of those questions like, how do I take data? What, how do I address a goal with a certain theme? So if you're interested in that, I'm going to put a link to the wait list in the show notes. So, if, and you can get on the wait list. The course is launching in March. And if you have any questions about the course, you definitely could email me at Felice Clark at the or you can reach out to me on social media at the dabbling speechy. I definitely am trying to get more information about the struggles and roadblocks that you may be facing so that we can help address some of those in the course. So I'm excited about that. There's a lot of planning going on behind the scenes for this course, and um, I can't wait to, to share it with you. So let's get into the three ways that you can organize your theme therapy materials. So the first way is with binders. Binders, yes, with binders. Binders can be really helpful for storing a lot of different visuals, worksheets, and manipulatives um, that are paper-based in one spot. And so I found some success because in the past I have not really used a binder system for organizing materials. But when I started creating themed units for my theme therapy SLP membership, I was creating themed units for preschool to fifth grade with one theme. And I needed to find a way to help SLPs keep it all organized. And binders are a great solution for that. You can organize it a couple of different ways. You can put Let's say you were going to do community helpers. You could organize it preschool to first grade, have a tab for second to third grade, and then have a tab fourth through sixth grade. So everything that you feel like would be related to those grades in that theme, you put in that tab. Now, the way that I was able to um, keep some of my hands-on materials or maybe my task cards or pictures for a sensory bin in the binder was I found these plastic envelopes that have three rings. They're probably one of my favorite office supply finds because it fits in the binder. It closes up so you won't lose any of your, you know, little printables and you can keep it all nice and neat together. So if you're using those binder tabs, even finding a binder tab that has those little envelopes where you can put items inside it, that can also help with building your binder. Now that's the first way of organizing it. You can go linear with by ages, right? 
Um, of course, you can use activities that maybe you would stick in the second, third grade section. You can still use it with preschool, but just kind of having a little bit of a system so that when you when you pull down the binder and open it up, your brain can immediately think about, okay, what would I want to do with my second graders? And the other way that you can use the binder to organize is you could organize it by sounds, language goals, you know, grammar goals, pragmatic goals, and you could put worksheets, cheat sheets, all that stuff inside. So if you're wanting to see how I organize that, I believe I do have a video on my Instagram. I will link that in the show notes. You can see me walk through how to organize a binder for with your themed therapy materials. So number one way to organize is with binders. And you can also, you know, you can buy one of those three inch binders. You can get a bigger binder or you can get smaller binders. Let's say you're doing a theme and you want all of your activities for language in a binder. So maybe just doing a one or two inch binder. But if you want a three inch binder, another way you could also do that is if you're really into book companions, maybe you have three book companions for Valentine's Day and you want to keep them all organized. You definitely could do that with binders. Okay, second way to organize your themed materials is with zipper pouches and bins. Now, I have um, used these pouches from the Dollar Tree. They're Jot file folder envelopes, and they have a button on them. So they, and I like they expand a little bit. Those have been another favorite of mine as well. They keep my materials together. They don't necessarily fall apart because those other ones that slide, um, the zipper sometimes can, you know, give out. So I have found that the Jot file folder envelopes that have a button on them have been really great for my co-teaching lessons, my themed co-teaching lessons or my themed push-in lessons. Those are those activities where I, I a lot of times when I do co-teaching, I would set up stations. So I would use a variety of activities and, and visuals for the different stations. And I just wanted a way to keep it all together. And so I found success putting those in pouches or in the envelopes that close. And then once it's all together, I was able to use scrapbook boxes to store at least three to four themes in a scrapbook box. Um, and sometimes I can even store the books and some other little toys and manipulatives if they're small enough. But you could also create like a themed bin. Um, I've recently been working on putting together my toys and purging and trying to have a better system for finding my toys. Because what I've done in the past, which totally works fine, um, if you're just kind of like, I don't have time to go this in depth, but I need to know exactly where things are. I have just had a sensory bin box and I put everything in the zipper pouches that I found on Amazon. And I will link to those as well. You can also see a little video of me doing that with some games that I was kind of trying to consolidate and see the zipper pouches there too. Those zipper pouches, I was able to put all my sensory bin stuff and then just throw them in a bin. And then I put a label on there that said sensory bins. <laughs> and so there'd be, you know, 10 different sensory bins in one big bin. 
So when I'm in my little small speech room closet at work, I can go store my speech, you know, my organizational speech bin in my garage and then just grab out the sensory bin that I need for that unit to bring to school. As I've (laughs) been looking at my organizational system, there have been times where I'm like, I don't even know where I put that that sensory bin prop. So I have been revamping that a little bit and I will be talking about how to make sure how to foolproof your organizational uh, skills in the theme therapy planning course. So if you want to get really deep in the organization systems that there's going to be a whole module on that. Um, yes. So zipper pouches and bins. Again, I will link to all those things in the show notes. And I have some blog posts on particularly about organizing your theme materials with links to some of these things, but I will link those and that way you can find them, but you can always reach out if you're looking for something particular uh, for your caseload. So the zipper pouches and bins can be really great for SLPs that either have a large room where they can store a lot of um, items so that they can keep things hidden or if they have an area in their garage at home where they where you can store activities and materials so that when you're going to school you're only bringing the things that you need for your caseload or if you're going to clients private houses you just bring a you know, a box of the activities that you need. Uh, Kirsten Singer talked a lot about this in episode 74, where we talked about getting started with planning theme therapy. So definitely go give that a listen because she really dives in on some great strategies for getting started with using themes. And I think you would really like it if you haven't listened to it already. Now, the last way to organize your theme therapy materials is with Google Drive. Now, this can be great for SLPs who are either doing teletherapy um, and just want to keep things digitally organized, or it can be great for SLPs too that just um, want to, they either are sharing their lesson plan with another teacher or they want to digitally store what activities they have. They want to keep a running list of what they have digitally so that they can reference that every year when they're going to do that theme. So for example, with a theme of snowmen, you may be, there's a couple of ways you can organize things. You can either make file folders and put in all your PDFs in the file folders, you know, snowman vocabulary, snowman grammar, snowman um, book companions. And you can put all your PDFs from places that you either bought materials on Teachers Pay Teachers, or maybe you created some Google Slides or some PDFs. You just drop them into those folders and you have everything right there. Uh, There's another way you can really organize your materials as well. If you like to use a combination of YouTube videos and printables, I have a whole tutorial on my YouTube channel that I will link in the show notes so you can see it. And then also a blog post about digitally organizing your speech therapy materials. But the whole point of putting them in folders is so that you can access those next year. Um, You may have a printed option of those, but let's say you want to use your iPad 
or you want to use your computer with in-person or teletherapy, you can find it quickly in your Google Drive. So it does take a little bit of time um, to organize. And that's why I would just organize as you're doing the theme so that next year it's all ready to go. And I have these digital speech and language organization. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know if they're necessary. Some of it is organizational. Um, they're templates so that you can create, uh, lesson plans using the template. So you have a game plan about what you're doing. If you have everything in your Google folders, you can link those PDFs on the digital lesson plan sheet so that you can easily get to the PDF that you need. So for example, let's say you have a snowman book companion and on your uh, lesson plan sheet, you have snowman books. You can go into your Google folder, select the PDF and get a share link and add it to that lesson plan. And then let's say you like to use snowman songs or you have a snowman video you like, or you like to use the build a snowman at abc.com, you can link those websites in your lesson plan template so that they, so that you can click on them easily. And this can all, you know, this is great for teletherapy because then you can just have everything you need in one spot, but you can also use it as, on the smart board or you can use it as a way to keep track of all the things that you like and then just have them, you know, it helps planning the following year. Some of you non-techie SLPs or the SLPs that are scared of technology are going, what's happening? I don't, you're talking too fast. Who does this? This is impossible. It, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I have a lot of tutorials on my YouTube channel. If you're an SLP themester, we have a lot of how-to videos for navigating Google Drive and Google Slides because they can become a great tool for your in-person and teletherapy sessions. So if you are feeling uncomfortable with a lot of the information that I'm sharing on organizing with Google Drive, check out some of those videos and maybe this year or next year, make it a professional goal to get a little bit more comfortable with technology because it could be the thing that could really help you with planning and organizing your materials. But if it's not for you, you know, I kind of do a little bit of both. I organize paper and I also organize digital. It just depends on um, either the setting I'm in the situation that I'm in, or if I'm doing a lot of co-teaching, sometimes having a digital lesson plan that I can share with the teacher so they know what we're going to be doing. Because sometimes when I would co-teach, I had to send the links to the teacher so she could have it ready on the smart board. You know, those are some reasons why I might digitally organize some of my uh, materials. So what would work for you? Think about what would help you with knowing where your materials are or what would help you so that you don't leave your themed materials in stacks and boxes and then the following year you don't know where anything is. So you have to think about organizing your theme therapy materials as a long-term, you know, gift to yourself. You're really not going to be thinking yourself in the middle of it because it's definitely like 
gosh, there's another pile. Oh no, what am I going to do with this? Right. (laughs) You're thanking yourself next year when January comes and all of your snowman stuff is in the place that you put it. And now you can pull it out and do therapy with, with a fraction of the time than you did last year. So you have to consider what is going to work for your caseload and your style, your personality, your organizational style, and how your brain works. Because whatever works for your brain is what you're going to, you know, it's what you're going to gravitate towards. Now, binders can be great for elementary caseload SLPs because um, you see a wide range of ages and students and keeping everything for that theme in one spot can really help with planning. Zipper pouches and bins are great for SLPs that like to have props and books and games and, and need everything kind of organized so that you can grab it and use it and then put it back. And then the Google Drive option is great for SLPs who love technology, who love maybe doing teletherapy or like to keep things paperless as possible. So I hope that these three systems of organizing your theme materials give you an action plan for what you can do to know where your stuff is, right? Um, And my biggest tip before we leave this episode is to remind you that don't go trying to organize all your materials. You have a lot on your plate right now. Unless you want to batch all that in one weekend and you really want to dive in, go for it. But the best way to get started and to figure out what's going to work for you is to organize your theme materials for the theme that you're working on right now. Um, You probably have piles all around your room. And this is a time that before you finish that unit, you are going to organize it and put it all in a place. All right. So I hope this was helpful. Again, reach out anytime with questions. Remember SLPs to be the SLP that every kid wants to see. And as always, stay inspired. Talk with you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.